What is going on, Grinders? It's Chief. We're in the building. It is Take Your Pick'em at our new time in the afternoon at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is Thursday, August 17, 2023. Uh, I'm so elated to be here. Kids are going back to school or almost back to school. And so either parents, you may be riding in your cars to pick them up. You may be riding on your way home to greet them and see how their first day was. Or if they haven't gone back, perhaps you're meeting teachers. Perhaps you're out in the community uh, doing some fun school-related activities with them. We want to welcome you to the show. Uh, for those of you that have been been listening in the morning, but uh, we're not afternoon, thanks so much for joining us. Mr. Monty, thank you, sir. Thanks so much for joining us today. And it is time for none other, other than one of my favorite segment, favorite segments. It is Winning Words of Wisdom. And this one is coming from, from Queen Latifah. Here, let's listen to what Queen Latifah says. She says, look at people for an example, but then make sure to do things your way. Surround yourself with positive people. And I think that's so true. And one of the things I think that we can always do is we can embrace our differences, right? Like even in this particular industry, in the pickle space and the DFS space, we may have slightly different ways that we're going to do things. Uh, we may go about it the same, uh, uh, different ways. But oftentimes, if you take a look at each other, you take a look at the process, most of the time, we're going to end up at the same result or in the same spot or on some of the same plays. And so I think it's always valuable to just get perspective, right? Uh, it's always valuable to uh, gain ideas, gain new concepts, gain valuable information from other people. If you can find someone uh, that is willing to take the time and hear you out and uh, and gather information from you, a few years from now, you're going to look back and that person is going to be very wise. They're going to have a ton of wisdom that they can offer the world, that they can offer the, their kids, that they can offer their family, they, they can offer co-workers, those who listen typically are the ones who have the most wisdom in the end. All right, folks, that's our winning words of wisdom. It's time to get into the plays here. We're going to go over our recap, folks. We are on a, a rough stretch, but we're going to come out of it. I, I don't worry about rough stretches. It's a part of the situation, but don't you worry, folks. We're going to end this month on the up and up. So on yesterday, we wanted Luis Castillo at more than six strikeouts. Didn't get that one. And by the way, we had the reverse sweep. We didn't get anything right yesterday. So I, I just I didn't put out any type of winning material. But Castillo, more than six. We wanted more than that. We didn't get that. We wanted Detmers less than 15 and a half against Texas. Didn't get that one. We wanted Charlie Morton less than six strikeouts against the New York Yankees. We didn't get that one either. Just kind of reverse sweepless. Just didn't go well. Not really worried about it. Uh, we're going to come back today. I will tell you today, I don't like this. It's a smaller slate. And so we don't have as many options. But what I did, I drilled down. Uh, now, this and this one has shifted a little bit since this morning. But I still think it's advantageous for us to take advantage of it. So, and, and it, in the spirit of uh, trying trying to have some advantages, we're going to hop out. We're going to run out uh, to Los Angeles where we have Mr. Corbin Ver Burns facing uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And so one of the things about Corbin Burns this season uh, his his strikeout rate has come down tremendously as it compares to last season. And we're going to take a look at that as we pull up our beautiful Plate IQ tool. 
Uh, thank God for Play IQ. It gives us simple information all in one place. Now, obviously, there's some other places we can go, like Fangraphs, uh, which I'm a, I'm a fan of. Uh, you can use the bat. You can use our roller grinders projections, which are a part of this particular product. Uh, you can also go to Baseball Survive. Like, there are places you can go uh, to, to do what I like to call deep dives and nerd out. But in this particular situation, just for the, for the sake of the show, we like to use this because it does give us kind of a a basis to, to springboard off of. And so when we're looking at, at one of the things I, I, I like to look at here, when we look at the Dodgers, there are some strikeouts, a few, right, with Muncie Martinez and Outman. So there are a couple strikeouts here. But generally speaking, the Dodgers aren't striking out a ton. We've got Betts at 16%, Freeman at 15 Will Smith uh, at 16.4%, Peralta at 15 Hayward at 17 I'm at Rosario at 20 Then we've got Outman at 32 Martinez at 32 Muncie at 30. If we look at the past 30 days on these particular K rates, uh, Alvin has come down a little bit. Muncie, you know, around the same and J.D. Martinez around the same. So nothing nothing too crazy there. Alvin has come down a tick. So I do like what we're seeing there. When we look at I was talking about Corbin Burns having a strikeout rate a lot lower this season as it compares to last season. When we look at last season, Corbin Burns was at 30.4%. Uh, 30, 30.3% to lefties, 30.5% to righties. On the current season, he has, he's at 24%, 27% to lefties, 21.5% to righties. So the K rate has really come down uh, a ton here uh, in this particular case. And so when you look at the past 30 days, he is a little bit higher to uh, to lefties, but just 17.5% to righties. But his walking lefties around 11%. That's just in the past 30 days. On the season, though, the numbers are still – uh, pretty, pretty, not a whole lot of a difference there. 9% on the season, 10% to lefty, 7% to righties. And I don't think this is a team that uh, Corbin Burns wants to take too many chances with. He probably will walk a couple guys. As we can see, most of this lineup does have a pretty nice walk rate as well. And then most of the lineup also have has pretty nice K rates uh, in terms of overall. The overall lineup's at 21%, but three guys are really pushing that up. So he, he should have fairly tough outs. Uh, with six of the nine bats at six strikeouts, we've seen Burns. Uh, I, I do think there's push potential, so I don't want to. I don't want to tell you that we we, we want to avoid that. He was at six and a half this morning on the pick'em sites. It has come down to six. There is some push potential here, but I definitely think with the push potential, there's an opportunity for him to still end at five strikeouts, especially if the Yankees can run up the pitch count on him a little bit. Let's say he's around 95 pitches through five. Uh, he could come back out, but but I, but I think if he's sitting around that number against this team, hopefully the, 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 the pitching staff and the manager will just go ahead and say, hey, man, go ahead and hit the showers, call it a day, and let's hope he's somewhere at five strikeouts or less. So, uh, once again, Mr. Burns here does have some strikeout ability, so I'm not saying that, but at six strikeouts, against a really good offense. I think this is an opportunity for us to take less than the six strikeout projection that we have in front of us. All right, we're going to move to our next one here, and this time we're going out to San Diego, and we've got Arizona coming to town, and we've got Rich Hill on the mound. Now, I don't know how much you guys know about Rich Hill, but he's still throwing – this, you know, pretty slow curveball, and he is getting some strikeouts from time to time. But Arizona has been a team that has caused problems. Now, uh, I'm not saying they're going to cause problems every night, but this has been a hard team to pitch against, generally speaking. And so we've got Rich Hill at 15 and a half pitching outs. I want less than that projection. Didn't work out yesterday, but we're going to look at what Rich Hill is throwing here. And so he's throwing the curveball 
34% of the time, and his average velocity is 71 miles an hour. Folks, that's right. You heard it here. Not first, but what you're hearing is accurate. His average velocity is 71.8 miles per hour on this curveball. And, and good old Rich Hill is still getting strikeouts to this day. What we're hoping is that he just saw this team a little while ago. And so what we're hoping is that because of the frequency, they're seeing him within a five-day window, if I'm not mistaken. We're hoping that the Arizona Diamondbacks can come out and do what they're supposed to do tonight and hammer Rich Hill, get him out of there early, and uh, and send him home packing. So that's what we're looking at here. He's throwing his fastball about 88 miles per hour. And once again, as we talked about with fastball, most teams, when, you, when you're seeing fastball, most of these guys are going to be good. So I'm not really worried about that. Throwing a little bit of cutter. Typically, the cutter is going to neutralize the ISO. And as you can see, not great ISO numbers, but some of these guys don't have high K rates. But all in all, they're not seeing the cutter as much as they're going to see fastball, curveball, slider, for instance. But still, Rich Hill is definitely a hittable pitcher in the major leagues at his age, at the velocity he's throwing. All we need the Arizona Diamondbacks to do is continue to be a patient team overall, right? And uh, if they do that, I think we will see good results tonight. I didn't check the projections uh, on the bat for Rich Hill, uh, so I do want to want to check that. Now, let's just see where he's sitting uh, in terms of, of pitching out. So I do want to want to just kind of take a look. I think he was – I, I typed in hits there. I didn't mean to do that. I was trying to I type in Hill. There we go. So we've got him at a projected pitch kind of one-on-one, which probably means the bat's going to be a little bit higher on the pitching outs than I am. And the bat has him at 18.2. Now, I'm definitely uh, – for those of you that are subscribers of the bat, uh, if, if you're going to lean on the bat projections today, obviously that's going to be good value for you. I, I'm just not sure Rich Hill makes it there. I think the Arizona team is good enough to run the count up on Hill pretty early here, and I think they can send him out of this game uh, uh, within five innings. So really like the under uh, at 15-and-a-half pitching outs. We want less than that projection. All right, folks, we've got one more. That, that we're going to get into today, and this one, this one is uh, I don't I don't want to call it controversial. I, I don't I don't think it's controversial, but I think it's a play that we can get involved in uh, based on what we've been seeing overall in terms of in terms of the pitching. Okay, in terms of the pitching, so we've got Adam Wayne right here, and I, I looked, I scoured the internet, not scoured the internet, I scoured the sites, and. We had some we had some hits allowed at one point, and I was hoping we were going to get that across the industry, right? Across the industry, I, I wanted to attack some Adam Wainwright tonight because Adam Wainwright, folks, he's been just not good this season. I think that's I I, I, I can't quite put it any worse than that. He's just been not good. We weren't able to get the hits allowed. But what we were able to have access to was strikeouts and walks. Now, I want to kind of talk through this with you because I want you, I want you to see something here. When we look at what Adam Wainwright has been able to do this season, hasn't been striking out a lot of guys, has been walking lefties at a pretty nice clip. And over the past 30 days, he's been walking lefties at a 17.1%. He's, he's already at 10% of the season. We have him at 2 Walks allowed on underdog. I want to get involved with this. He's going to see a fair amount of lefties right out of the gate, right? Right out of the gate. First time through, he's going to see Nemo. He's going to see Lindor, who will be batting from the left side of the plate. He's going to see McNeil. He's going to see Vogelbach. He's going to see Stewart, Ortega. He's going to see 
uh, Arauz, right? And all of these guys have pretty nice walk rates. And he's sitting here at two. I really like this opportunity with the walks. It feels like a lot. Perhaps it's a push. But I think three is not out of the question here. So I, I really like this particular opportunity, especially uh, when he when he's been struggling. Top shot picks. He said hits allowed where I was looking, sir. I wanted access to the hits allowed. I was looking myself, and I thought they had it earlier. And by the time I looked, I felt like it was gone. It was a it was a uh, it was invisible. It was my imagination, just my imagination running away with me. Anyway, for all the oldies out there. Uh, that's a little bit of a, a little throwback jam. But anyway, I wanted the hits allowed, but we're going to go with the walks. The walks are on underdog at two, and I want more uh, than that particular projection. Uh, I, I think Adam Wainwright is gonna, going to struggle yet again. He, she, Listen, folks, he struggled with Colorado. He struggled with pretty much every team he's faced. They've been able to get hits. They've been able to score runs, and he's been walking guys at two. I like the opportunity uh, for the two walks there with upside – for three, what I will say is, if I if I was going to play this uh, on underdog, I would not. I would only use it in a three pick non insurance play, or 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 a four pick insurance and up. That's how I would utilize. I wouldn't use it in a two pick because I do. There is some push potential. Okay, so I'm not going to shy away. There is some push potential, but I think we're more likely to hit three than one. So we're going to go with more than two walks. The elevated walk rate to lefties over the past 30 days, I think, is going to play into our hands as long as uh, he doesn't give up 20 hits in the first two innings and gets pulled. So there we have it, folks. That is Take Your Pick'em for today. Once again, it's a small slate. Tomorrow, we're going to have a huge slate. I'm elated to come back tomorrow and try to provide some of the very best content in a simplistic way uh, that's very palatable for us all. So at the top. Uh, we've got a, a real easy one here, and we're going to walk walk down through it, and then we will get you beautiful people out here. So at the top, we've got Corbin Burns at six strikeouts. We want less than that projection facing the Los Angeles Dodgers. We've got Rich Hill at 15 and a half pitching outs. We want less than that projection facing the Arizona Diamondbacks. And then to close us out, we've got Adam Wainwright facing the New York Mets at two walks flat on underdog. We want more than that projection folks thanks so much for joining us on the new time i'm chief this has been take your pick em. come in with your pockets empty leave with your pockets full let's get the sweet and i'll see you tomorrow